Hello, everybody, and welcome to SDGC's review of Shovel Knight, King of Cards. I'm John, and I've got the guy here who actually played the game, Finn. Finn, what's up, my man? Uh, nothing much. Uh, I would like to point out it is King of Cards and a healthy smattering of the Shovel Knight Showdown. Oh, that's right, the Shovel Knight Showdown. Yeah, that, that that's the fighting game. Yes, the, uh, the not a Smash Bros. So, um, so full disclosure, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, the Shovel Knight franchise. I played the original Shovel Knight like three times. I have played uh, all the way through the Specter Knight, uh, Specter of Torment campaign, okay. uh, which I actually thought was better than the original Shovel Knight campaign because I just think Specter Knight is a really cool character. Um, and it was very Ninja Ga- Ninja Gaiden esque. Yes. Um, and I did not play the uh, the Plague Knight DLC, and I have not played King of Cards. However, Finn. You, being an even bigger Shovel Knight fan than I am, uh, you were the one to play King of Cards and review it for us. So uh, that is the focus of our little discussion today. So, Finn, right off the bat, I will ask you, overall, what did you think? Uh, I- I'm going to drop the bombshell that this is my favorite of the Shovel Knight expansions. Really? Um, yeah, and, and, and that's a big point of what I wanted to talk about is just it, it shows that in the past five plus years like i think we're pushing six years now since the actual release of shovel knight something like that yeah because it, um, it released in 2013 if i'm not mistaken right something around there i know the kickstarter was back in 2012 okay so i mean and shovel knight just i mean there's so much to talk about the just the the impact shovel knights had on the industry it was one of the biggest kickstarter successes it's it's gone on to become like the indie game of the generation uh, of just terms of ubiquity, you know? I mean, like, it's not well, every day that an indie game pops up in Smash Bros. Right, Well, and I think the only Kickstarter that has surpassed it is Bloodstained, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. So, I mean, and then, like, you know, there's a, but point is, King of Cards shows the culmination of that five-plus years of game development and improving on their formula, and as good as Shovel Knight is, and it's still that good to this day, like you can see in each successive game, like Plague the Spectre to King, what they've learned and how they've improved. And it just it all all it really did when the credits rolled was make me super eager to see what Yacht Club does next. So, um, from a character perspective, uh, again, having not played Plague Knight, I won't comment mm-hmm. on him, but I know that the the uh, the bit of DLC that involved Spectre Knight, which was oh, it's not even I, I think it's a kind of a disservice to call it a bit of DLC. It's a full-fledged game. Um, Spectre Knight is a very... He's a tragic hero. Um, He didn't come across to me as evil or villainous. Um, He just kind of got caught in a bad set of circumstances. But King Knight comes across to me as much more overtly awful. Oh, I believe the correct term is total dick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what's hilarious about him. And that's... Part of the strength of this game is the writing. The writing has always, like in the original Shovel Knight, the writing was there, but no one was really playing Shovel Knight for the intricate lore. And then each successive game has really ramped up the writing and the plot. And then King Knight is a legitimately laugh out loud funny game. The dialogue, King Knight, for those that don't know, uh, it this does take place as a prequel, even to a, uh, it's almost concurrent to Spectre Knight's prequel story because while specter knight's hunting for the 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 knights to join the order 
King Knight is desperate to become a king because he's just King Knight. He, his mom keeps calling him Prince, and he's like, no, mom, I'm going to be a king. And the dialogue between the mom and King Knight is hilarious, and then so he decides to become the king of a card game called Joustus. And that is one of the biggest surprises of this game is that it has a full-fledged collectible card game, triple triad style inside the game called Joustus that is almost as addictive as the actual platforming. Now, do you have to do you have to finish Joustus in order to actually finish the game itself? Is this you, an integral part of the game? You do not. I mean, don't get me wrong. The game is designed around you to do it, but there are ways around the uh, having to like battle everyone in the game for Joustus cards and stuff. You don't have to. I did, so don't ask me what those are. But I know I have seen mention that it is not a, uh, a requirement. So if card games are not your thing, you are not forced to participate That's as good. much as you would have to. Because, because card games are not my thing. Well, then good. You, uh, you will not have to. Uh, you'll be fine. There are, there are other ways to play. And what I like is, I mean, you know from, Plague, uh, from Spectre Knight, every expansion, one of the coolest things is, yeah, you're basically replaying the game again, but the way the knights move and the way they play turns it into a completely different game. Yeah, yeah, like like you know, just to reiterate, like you know, spec I mean, you know, Shovel Knight was your basic, you know, it, it was very Mega Man-esque, you know, like I understand you didn't have a black, you know, uh, a Buster Cannon, you had a shovel, but he controlled a lot like uh either Mega Man or maybe more apt comparison would be Scrooge McDuck from Scrooge DuckTales. McDuck. That is correct. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Spectre Knight was just straight up Ninja Gaiden. Just straight yes. up Ninja Gaiden. How does King Knight play? So I, I know you didn't play Plague Knight, but I do want to bring it up because I want to treat this review as just an all-encompassing evolution of Shovel Knight as a game. So Plague Knight, I think, was uh, one of the most complex characters and probably, I think, of the four, my least favorite to play as just because he was so complicated. I found myself struggling to play with him more because of all of his bombs and the delays and the timers and charging up for the triple jumps and all that. I think Spectre hmm. Knight was the most fun to play as I, because of all his so mobility. He was so good, yeah. Running, like, running up and down walls, like the times where you would grind the rails on your scythe and just the diagonal dashes off things. Uh, King Knight is a close second to that because he is a lot of fun in the sense that... So he basically is simplistic in the sense that he has a dash, and then that dash, once you come into contact with something, launches him into a spin. And from that spin, it's like Shovel Knight's down thrust. You basically pogo off stuff with that spin. And then in the spin, you can dash again. And so you're chaining dashes and spin jumps to keep yourself pretty much in the air for most of the game. And that, that sense of always being mobile and moving forward uh, really makes it feel fresh. And I think the other thing Shoveled uh, King of Cards has going for it is it finally updates the world map. It felt uh, I heard someone mention like compared to Mario Three. It I I I too uh, made that comparison from the very first Shovel Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but this even more so because there's different kingdoms now. So each kingdom has its own like think of it as like worlds in Mario Three. So it, it felt a lot more distinct than the other three games, which felt more like a retread of the same stages. Somehow uh, King Knight uh, felt a little fresher in that regard, which I think is impressive considering this is their fourth outing into the same well, basically. So obviously, um, you know, 
given that you are still operating in the same world and you know the you know the sorceress is trying to put together the you know you, you know the order of no quarter um i i do have to ask uh or maybe i've i've been assuming this entire time that you just fight the same bosses the same knights um as you do in shovel knight and specter knight and plague knight so uh i guess my question is is do they rehash the boss fight mechanics at all, or are, every, or, like, every, or like is polar is, is polar knight for example just basically polar knight that he throws snowballs at you and he shovels a bunch of snow at you across the board for example? I mean, for, it, it, yes, yes. Do you feel like do you did you feel a little disappointed in that regard? In that you know, okay, like you know, I could have used maybe something different. I could have used something new, maybe. Um, no, no, uh, really. And be, because well, it's it's like going into a Specter Knight or Plague Knight. It, it's the way the whole game is different changes everything. So it, it's that on top of the fact like every f- boss fight does have new mechanics. So it's not just uh, a retread. Okay. So it's it's and just like because each game is tweaked the boss fight so that it doesn't feel like retreaded, and that coupled with the new mechanics of your new character makes every boss fight feel more like fun again it doesn't feel like you know what to expect right off the bat and then when you factor in like the new like magical abilities or relics or whatever you want to call them they're always different something different in each game uh i i really like their take on it with with king knight interesting okay so the so the different mechanics are not necessarily due to the bosses but due to the way that king knight plays you have to like you have to like rethink the way that you approach like you know propeller knight for example um not not, and also oh oh, no 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 i was just gonna ask if you're going through the same stages or not for uh i mean yes that it's you will be going through variations of the stages but they're they're remixed to the point where i didn't feel like you know the themes you're getting into but you don't know exactly what to expect. Okay. Okay. And each fight is so worth it for the dialogue that proceeds and 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 follows. Yeah, I've heard the writing Again, of this is excellent. Like it's the best out of the bunch. Yeah, well, hundred percent because King Knight is a piece of shit who thinks he's <laughs> the best, and so he his his hubris and arrogance are just amazing. And then it's all wrapped up in the fact that he his goal is to become king of a card game. And then at the end, the uh, uh, I don't know how much we want to get into spoilers. So let's just say that it ends with how Shovel Knight begins, and King Knight has joined the Enchantress. That's that's where we'll go. Interesting. No, so, so is Black Knight there? Because he's always been my favorite Shovel Knight character. Uh, Black Knight is in the game, and that's all I'll say. Hmm. Now, see. Um, you know what? You know we're, we're you know we're, we're I was gonna launch this thing about how I would love a playable Black Knight game, but we're talking about King Cards. So I'm not gonna do that. Uh, the other thing I wanted you to bring up, Finn, uh, is the fighting game because uh, I don't know yes. I don't know a lot about this. I I I haven't played it. I've seen it uh, bits and pieces of it at uh, at various paxes. Of course, King of Cards has been a development for a very long time. Um, but yes. I don't know <laughs> I don't know too much about the Shovel Knight fighting game. Well, and 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 uh, what's the word? Uh, to be fair, uh, in, in full disclosure, I did play this the least amount okay. of them because I, I most of my time was spent on the actual trying to get through the meat and bones of the campaign. Correct, and um, so let's see. I from what I played, I, I I unlocked a couple characters and stages. There's still so much more, and full credit to Shovel Knight Showdown 
for having an, an unlockable list that gives you hints to how long you have to play or what you have to do to unlock certain characters and, and stages so that you're not guessing or, or heading to the internet game facts every five seconds. I thought that was really cool because it does have that Smash Bros feel when you're unlocking something new. You're like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see what's next because you know, for, for, for what most people will view as kind of like the secondary aspect of King of Cards launching, Shovel Knight Showdown, I mean, I only played against bots. So, you know, fighting games against computer versus real people is always going to be different. But it was a lot of fun. Every knight and every character played very differently. I think my two favorites were Mole Knight and Shield Knight. Uh, but then, I mean, the Enchantress is in there. All the characters you would think would be in there are in there. And they all play pretty much exactly how you'd expect. Uh, characters like Plague and Specter Knight and King Knight you are more familiar with because you played an entire right. game as them. But all of them are in there. Polar Knight is in there. Propeller Knight. Like, if you want to play as a character, hmm. they exist. So, uh, I mean, there's a ton of different rule sets. I really appreciated it. I forgot the name of it. They named the mode something, but it's basically a randomizer that randomizes the level of the characters, the mode, the, the cheats that are activated, because there's like in-game cheat modes that you can activate. Uh, I, I do want to play more, but I don't feel like I'll get too much out of it unless I have people to play with. So that com- so I guess that's my next question, Finn, is that, so obviously there's online in this, yeah? Um, I, I don't actually know. I, I assume there is, but I have not tried it. Okay. I never even, I never even attempted so I want to say probably, but please don't quote me on that because I don't know. I would just be guessing. Okay, so so let's just assume for a minute that there is online uh, in uh, in oh it's a it's a, it's a I keep forgetting the name of the damn game. Um, Joustis. Uh, oh, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight Showdown. Showdown. I keep wanting to say Smashdown for some reason. I mean, because um, it's a Smash game. Exactly right. Um, so for for Shovel Knight Showdown. Um, Assuming that it has online functionality, is this something that you see thriving in on a platform that is just utterly dominated by Smash Brothers Ultimate? No. Uh, I, I, I liken it... Uh, okay, I will preface this by saying, you know what, this is an incredibly well-made and balanced game. Like, no character felt overpowered compared to others. Obviously, I'm still a novice at it, but it's fun. You can tell that this was not a throwaway mode that they've been working on. This has been a, like an actual thing. And it's also the final part of the promised Kickstarter uh, bonuses, the four-player fighting mode. But this, I don't see it succeeding anywhere above, like, what are the other ones? Like Rivals of Aether is one, Brawlout Bra- is Bra- Brawlhalla. Um, Brawlhalla. Yeah. yeah, there's all these other ones that are, that are, that are much more... Uh, well received and ha- already have a built-in audience. Shovel Knight, I think, it reminds me of when really popular third-person action games tacked on multiplayer modes, you know, like uh, Last of Us or Uncharted. Like, yeah, there's an audience for it, but it's never what people are buying the game for. So what you're saying is that it's really well made, but at the same time, a little bit unnecessary. Like, yes. Okay. Great, great. Uh, and and I, I, I. I Want, I don't want it to come off as I'm feeling like like it's pointless or that their effort isn't appreciated because, again, it is very fun. You just don't see yourself uh, dumping 100 hours into it. I do not. No, no, no. no. Uh, I play Shovel Knight for the, the platforming and the bosses. 
and I did appreciate that King Card added a bunch of like bonus bosses that weren't in the others because of the Joustus uh, matches. Oh, interesting! I didn't know that. Yeah, there are there are fights that I I I honestly I actually don't remember in the original Shovel Knight if you fought the Tropel King, the giant applefish. No, thing. I didn't fight him. I, I I played it on PS Vita originally, so you know I fought Kratos, and then I played it again okay, on so there Switch. Is no Kratos. And, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so there are new boss fights in this again to help keep it fresh. But the the main point of this uh, release, which is the King of Cards, and I do want to briefly mention how addictive Joustus is. I know you don't particularly care for card games, but lots of people do. And I really, again, it's like Shovel Knight Showdown, which they didn't have to go this hard. They didn't have to release an entire playable collectible card game where you can get new cards from like it's kind of like triple tried from final fantasy 8 you beat an opponent you get one of their cards you keep building your deck you can start beating more people there's puzzles where you have to use the cards at your disposal to win in one round and stuff like that it, it it's so in-depth and so involved that you cannot believe it's a bonus mode in an expansion to a game that came out like six years ago and then you couple that with what they did with Shovel Knight Showdown, and you're like, Yacht Club Games are fucking magicians because no aspect of this release is subpar. The actual platforming, the actual card game, and the actual fighting game are all incredibly well made and fun. And that's impressive. So I guess I guess at the end of the day, Finn, my my biggest question for you is um, simply because you've I think you you are the guy in the podcast who has played everything Shovel Knight related now. Um, and going, and you know, obviously Yacht Club Games is one of the most talented indie devs in the industry. Um, yes. I, I don't think anybody would dispute that. So my question for you, I guess, you know, kind of starting to wrap up here is now that, now that the, the Shovel Knight stories kind of completed mm-hmm. in the future, do you want to see Yacht Club Games maybe take that franchise to something that's 16 bit or do you want them to move beyond Shovel Knight and, and, and let them try something new? Right? Like, that's the question. Because we know they're also publishing that guy's Cyber Shadow game, which is really cool. Yes. But that's not, like, their developers. They're just publishing it. So do I want them to make... See, because you want to see... I would love to see what they could do with a brand new IP. Like, be like Supergiant Games and have every game of yours be something brand new and amazing. Or... But on the flip side, I desperately would love to see what their, like, Mega Man X of Shovel Knight would be. Like, jumping to 16-bit and, and seeing what you could do. And if it's an evolution that Mega Man X was to Mega Man, like, I don't even know if I, my brain can handle that level of quality jump for <laughs> Shovel Knight. Like, that's, that's incredible. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. Like, do I, the, the selfish answer is uh, grow your development team and have two teams. One working on Shovel Knight 2 and one working on a brand new game then we all win yeah but uh we all know that's probably not gonna happen so so i know it'll be interesting to see where uh where yacht club goes beyond this but what i do know is that i, I honestly I, I mean i think at this point no nobody would deny that the shovel knight franchise as a whole is probably the most successful indie franchise that the industry has seen um 
and nothing but congratulations to Yakult Games for what they've been able to pull off. Uh, I mean, Shovel Knight is, I mean, Shovel Knight, I think, has, like, transcended the indie space and and become somewhere in between, like, a, ma- a big mainstream title and something that's independent. Um, because right, like, it's so fucking everybody knows Shovel Knight, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, there's, in a, there's a Shovel Knight amiibo. There's a Shovel Knight amiibo, Multiple. you know, like he's Multiple. in. There's four. There's four. There's yeah, four. I've I've got them all now. Um, uh, there's four Shovel Knight amiibos. Shovel Knight is a uh, an assist trophy in Smash. Put him in Smash, Nintendo. He's perfect. But but Shovel Knight, I think, is that indie that indie property that has again, it's not a big AAA game, but it has transcended. I, I, Finn, I don't know. Do you see? Do you, do you, do you kind of see what yeah, I'm saying? No, like it's I somewhere agree. in between. It's 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 become one of the games where, just like a AAA developer, if they were to announce their next game, it would get that level of media coverage. Right, exactly. Like 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 Yacht Club Games saying this is our next game is going to be right up there with uh with Naughty Dog announcing what their next game is in terms of media coverage and people caring. Because yeah, people because, caring especially. Right, absolutely. Because end of the day. Uh, Shovel Knight might not be the most, the biggest or best selling indie game. Like I think there have been others that have done more, but I don't think there is a single indie game and even most AAA games that have had this level of dedicated post-release support on this. It's really been incredible. It really has been. And I mean, the fact that fans five plus years later have been chomping at the bit for the final piece of DLC, like what other game can you say people outside of like an MMO or a, a, a games as a service? Can people go like, yes, finally the next part is out. Right. Most people move on. Shovel Knight, not so much. Well, this has been extremely enlightening, Finn, and uh, we're bumping up against our time here. But I do want to ask you uh, if you have any closing thoughts for anybody who may be listening about uh, King of Cards. Um, Shovel Knight. Now that the treasure trove is out, and for the price of what the original Shovel Knight used to be, you can get everything. That's an incredible uh, value. It really is. Um, King of Cards, if you have to just play one, is probably one of the best ones you can have. If I had to, go into my head, if I had to rank all four episodes, Spectre Knight, King Knight, Shovel Knight, Plague Knight. Interesting. And, and, and none of them are bad. Like, that's the thing. Like, yes, one has to be best and one has to be worse, but uh, that in no way means any of them are not worth playing. Like they're all incredible games, and they all are so fresh a take on the same like story and levels that you never get tired of doing it. You never feel like you're going like through the motions or going like, oh, not this level again. You're like, oh, I can't wait to see what they did with this level again. That's a rare thing in games. So awesome. Awesome. Bravo to you, Yacht Club. Well, uh, um, just uh, before we get off, I uh, want to send a quick thank you to Pop Agenda for the review code. Uh, we received that code uh, earlier this week, and we uh, we wanted to get our review out. Uh, Finn has done so. Finn, great job on the review. Great job on the breakdown for King of Cards and Shovel Knight Showdown. Um, and uh, with that being said, uh, please do not forget that SDGC goes live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So until then, it's not always poetry, and we don't always agree, but we always keep it real. Take care of each other, and we will see you later.